When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. And today, it's week 13. Time to start and sit, guys. Who's in? Who's out? Well, two guys that are definitely starting in my lineup. Andrew Erickson, the prop prophet, Mr. Underson himself. And, of course, D-Bro, Derek Brown, the king of bros, the fantasy bro. We're here to help you fix all your lineups, get everybody in who needs to be helping. Everybody out who's no help. Get out of the kitchen. You're no help. Go sit down. So here you go, boys. And of course, if you need extra help, always go to my playbook. Go to fantasypros.com slash my playbook. Download the app, sync your leagues, use the important tools of fantasy pros to help you set all your lineups. And you're from multiple leagues. You could set all your lineups from one spot with my playbook. Did you know that? Because you can. So go take care of that right away. All right, boys, let's jump in to the must starts at running back. Andrew Erickson, kick us off. Who do you want to get in that lineup this week in week 13? Starts. Zach Moss, uh, I think that he's a top five running back this week and you should play him pretty much over everybody. So the questions are, oh, you know, Zach Moss seems like an obvious start. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor is going to miss. But to the extent of who you're starting him over, I think is honestly most players on your team. So you may Mm -hmm. be stacked up at other running backs, but I just want to like to be clear. You have to start Zach Moss, like no matter what, even if you're benching a stud, you're starting Zach Moss over him because he's going to be the bell cow. Again, reminder, last time he faced the Titans. 165 rushing yards, 23 carries, two touchdowns, RB2 overall. So I get that Tennessee has this like, oh, like they're good against the run where it's like, yeah, they're better against the run, but they're still not great against it. They're worse against the pass, but I don't think it really matters. Like the Colts are going to feed Zach Moss with JT out. So you have to start him. So you're probably starting him anyway, but I just want to be clear that (laughs) yes, even against some of these other players, you're starting Zach Moss. Anderson, where do you have him ranked this week? I got to know that. RB5. Oh, baby, we're hand-holding. <laughs> you love to see it. Woo! Yikes. I hate when you guys hold hands. It's the worst. All right, let's go <laughs> to the next one here. D-Bro, who is starting in your fantasy lineup in week 13 at running back? You don't like holding hands, huh, Joey? I do. You, know, you don't, I do. You don't, you don't like holding hands? Well, you don't, you don't like, dinner first. I mean, baby. we're holding hands take on this out. player lately. As much pushback oh, as I got. No. You didn't want to take my hand. You didn't want to stroll down uh the sidewalk with me but here we are it's a good day at the park we're gonna stroll we're gonna enjoy the sunlight together joey jalen warren baby let's go jalen warren just continues to do the damn thing every single week just blowing up man uh over his last few weeks over last four games specifically almost 15 touches per game 107 total yards He's been an RB2 or better in almost every single game this year. And if you don't believe me, people, go look at the game logs. It's real. It's true. Jalen Warren is amazing. He's top three in basically every tackle-breaking metric that I can find. He's this year's Tony Pollard. Try to tell people, but they didn't want to listen. Well, look, after what Kyron Williams did <laughs> last week, I think everyone's very excited about this matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. All right, Erickson, who are you excited about? Uh, as well in week 13 at running back. Well, same matchup. I still think you can start Najee Harris. Look, yep. you need to start your guys against the Cardinals defense. Mm-hmm. The defense mm-hmm. is trash. 
And yes, Jalen Warren has been more efficient than Najee Harris, but look, Najee's still been okay. Like he's been solid, especially mm-hmm. recently. 69 plus rushing yards, three of his last four games, seeing 15 or more touches in three of the last four games. Like he's been a fantasy RB1 in three of the last four games. So yes, Jalen Warren, we're super excited about. I like Jalen Warren over Najee Harris, but that's not to say that Najee Harris can also be productive in this matchup. Like he still got a lot of run last week, even after they fired Matt Canada. They said they were going to get Jalen Warren more involved. They really didn't. Like the snap share was pretty much the same in what it's been. And Najee delivered. Like Najee was better than Jalen Warren was last week. So again, I have Jalen Warren ranked over Najee. I still think you should start him over Najee. But if you have Najee, you're still starting him because it's a great matchup for him and he has been productive. So uh, start your Steelers. Both of them are top 20 running backs this week. I'm going to throw that out there. Well, it looks like ECR agrees with you, too, from the look of it, because if you look right now, Jalen Warren is at uh, 15 and Najee Harris is at 20. He just made it. He just scooted right in there. Uh, there. Let's go back to you, D-Bro. Give me another RB you want to start in week 13. I mean, this is the part of the year where all these guys that we've seen get little auditions as starters keep those jobs even if healthy players or players come back from injury and that's Devin Singletary dude like he's been crushing it he played over 80 percent of the snaps last week and I understand he didn't do put up the uh the rushing arts but he got a ton of work in the passing game so we know that utility is there and now he gets the Broncos this week man you telling me we're gonna have a running back that's gonna get 80 percent of the snaps going against the Denver Broncos my bigger question is not whether I want to start Devin Singletary or not it's a question of how high do I rank Devin Singletary this week? Like right now I've got him at RB 14 and I feel like I might need to go a little bit higher. All right. Uh, It's funny. Devin Singletary every November shows up and all of a sudden becomes fantasy relevant. Doesn't matter if he's the Bills running back. It doesn't matter if he is the Texans running back, you know, first two months, not so much. Then all of a sudden Devin Singletary off the waiver wire doing good things again. All right, let's get to one more running back here. Erickson, give me another guy that you want to start this week. Javante Williams, juggernaut Javante. Look, guys, I saw I found a recent trend with Javante Williams. So dating back to last year, Javante Williams has 742 rushing yards and zero rushing touchdowns. Zero. Mm. Um, Regression is due for Javante Williams. He has scored a couple receiving touchdowns, but not on the ground. What defense has allowed the highest percentage of rushing touchdowns this year? The Houston Texans. So he's going to score a rushing touchdown. He's been seeing great usage as the RB1. It's it's really kind of bizarre the way they use him. Like they'll use other running backs. They use P Ryan a little bit more in the passing game, but Javante still sees a lot of targets on early downs because Russell Wilson has turned into the check down machine, just like peppering his running backs with targets, unless he's throwing a touchdown to Cortland Sutton. So eventually Cortland Sutton won't catch a touchdown and they'll have to score a touchdown <laughs> in another way. I think it's in this spot against the Texans who have been really they've given up more rushing touchdowns, 13, than passing touchdowns on the year at 11 which is a very bizarre number just in the nfl that it's so weighted towards the rush so i think javante williams is actually set up here to be an rb1 this week the broncos have you know been grinding their way back into relevancy uh and if they mm-hmm. win this game this week they're really interesting i, did, I talked about this erickson on my uh top 10 bets of the week video on our betting pros channel that um you know if they beat houston here for their odds to make the playoffs it's plus 146 that's a really good number you're getting there and you look at the rest of the schedule they got the chargers the Lions, who are beatable, let's not pretend like they're not here. They just lost to the Packers. Then they've got uh, New England, the Chargers again in Las Vegas. So, I mean, you could be looking at double-digit victories here for uh, the Denver Broncos, and that might sneak them in at the end of the day. All right, D-Bro, back to you. Give me another guy that you want to play this week in fantasy at RB. He's the fantasy Voldemort. Mondre, <laughs> he's back. 
He's been breaking tackles, baby. It's been beautiful. The last few weeks, he's been doing the things that I hoped that he could do for the entire season. Over the last three games, he's averaged 20.7 touches per game, over 100 total yards. And I'm here to tell you, look, yes, the Chargers did start out the year as a good run defense. But since week seven, they have fallen off the map, man. 12th, most, 12th highest explosive run rate, 10th highest Yards up to contact per attempt. I don't care who the quarterback is. You could put Malik Cunningham back there. Does not matter. Mondre is the truth. He's going to be an RB1 this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we are deep into the NFL season. We got to make every second count. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every single game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets by betting just five on any matchup. And we already told you we're here to help you over at Betting Pros. We got the prop show, we got the live shows, we got my videos, Erickson's videos. So go subscribe there. Help yourself make good wagers and get in on the action at DraftKings Sportsbook after you watch all that content. And the official sports betting partner of the NFL, I might add. Download the app now and use that code FANTASYPROS. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on the NFL. That's it. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code FANTASYPROS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings dot com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources eligibility and deposit restrictions apply bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms all right let's crown some rbs we want to start here gonna take a couple guys here using our who should i start tool which is free at fantasypros.com slash start it is a fantastic tool you should be using it every single week so gentlemen here we go let's kick things off here with this one uh let's start jalen warren or deandre swift i know you love warren i'm gonna test your love d bro I love Warren, but I still going. I'm going with Swift. Oh. I, don't, I don't think people understand <laughs> how how bad the 49ers run defense has been. So it's close, but I'm not crazy. I'm still going okay. With Swift. All right, I just wanted to see you sitting. Yeah. Warren yeah. made me a little warm and fuzzy. I'm playing Warren everywhere, but I, I get it. I Good. understand. Yeah. In DFS, I don't have a lot of Jalen. I, have I zero was just to say Jaylen that would Warren assume shares. that you got some Najee shares, and the Najee mm. shares have been fine. Let's go to okay. uh, speaking of mm. Najee shares. Let's go to Erickson here. Erickson or Brian Robinson? Who would you rather start this week? They're back-to-back in ECR. I think I'd probably rather start Najee. He's more upside. All right, there you go. Uh, Debro, back to you. Devin Singletary or Javante Williams? Two guys we talked about. You only got room for one. Who gets the start? Go on Singletary, baby. I, I, I don't disagree with anything that, that Erickson said about Javante and stuff, but mm-hmm. you can also throw against the Houston Texans. We know that you could run on the Denver Broncos. It's tried and true, man. And Devin Singletary has 30 touch upside this week. Erickson, I know you love Zach Moss. You love him more than Isaiah Pacheco. I, look, I know he was great against Tennessee that first time. You really believe he repeats it again? Or you want to just play, you know, the Chiefs offense here and get Pacheco in instead? That's close. Um, can I come with a caveat that it depends on if Jared McKinnon plays or not? I mean, because I think that matters. You see Pacheco have a boosted uh, receiving like role. I mean, McKinnon doesn't play. Do you need the caveat? You it's have Zach Moss ranked as RB5. What's Pacheco going to be, a RB, top four back? Pacheco's RB7. 
So they're, I mean, they're both really good plays. They're both strong plays. Well, then I guess your answer is Moss. That's what you're saying. I'm looking at your rank. Again, it could change if Jared McKinnon plays, doesn't play. Okay. Uh, Assuming Jared McKinnon's out, then who is it? Oh, my God. Fine. I'll play Zach Moss. There we go. (laughs) See? (laughs) (laughs) No, wait. I I don't don't want the peer pressure. I want the real one. So if McKinnon is out, it's Pacheco. If McKinnon is in, it's Moss. Correct? Is that how you feel about it? Let's go with that. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> My goodness. Let's go another one here. Let's go with that. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Debro, or Raheem Mostert. Who do you want to start this week? Oh, it's Mondre. It's Mondre. Mondre. No hesitation there. Nothing nope. but confidence from Debro. All right, let's do another uh, Javante Williams one. Javante Williams or Brees Hall, Erickson. It's funny. All it, take, all it took for Ramondre to start to play well was for Debro to throw the white flag up for Ramondre. I know. <laughs> I know, right? Say, hey, same thing with Tony Pollard. The correlation is real, baby. Like, Why couldn't he have done that at week five? Saved everybody a lot of uh, a lot of grief. I mean, you're 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 talking real truths here. I should have. Look, sometimes you just gotta <laughs> stay the course with the things you believe in. At the end of the day. Well, by the way, who do you believe in, Erickson? Feet to the uh, fire. Javante. Which guy? Yeah, Javante okay. or Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. All right, Javante, it is. All right, let's move on to the wide receivers. Debro, you can kick things off here for us. Who gets a start at wide receiver in Week 13 for you? I'm going deep on this one, guys. I'm going to Curtis Samuel, and okay. we've already seen. What he did last week, and I think a lot of the same parallels line up for Curtis Samuel in this matchup. The strength of the Miami secondary is their outside corners. I want no part of Jalen Ramsey or Xavier Howard, which is why I'm going to have Curtis Samuel ranked over Terry McLaurin, over Jahan Dotson this week, because he draws a fantastic matchup. Miami's slot corner allowing an 84% catch rate, 129.8 passer rating. We know the commanders are going to throw the freaking ball. Like, lock in the Sam Howell over for passing attempts. All he's done is hit it basically like the last six or seven straight freaking games. Curtis Samuel is going to get a lot of target volume, and I love him this week. All right, Erickson, who's in at wide receiver for you in this week? I want to start Josh Downs. 13 targets last week, 33% target share. The ball goes to two guys in this offense, mm-hmm. Josh Downs and Michael Pittman. And then if they're not that, it's running ball with Zach Moss. <laughs> so it's a great matchup. So he had only had five catches last week off 13 targets somehow, like very, very weird stat line. But he also had three red zone targets. So they're looking for him in the end zone. So I like Josh Downs. I'm excited for the Colts next year. I'm already starting to get excited about it. I know mm-hmm. I've already talked. I th- talked to one of you about it. I don't remember who. I think it was UD that I was talking about. I was like, I'm looking next year with Anthony Richardson being healthy and Shane Steichen and Jonathan Taylor is there now. They could be a playoff team up. this year, dude. They might be. Steichen is a really might. good coach. I like Steichen yes. a lot. Uh, if you give mm-hmm. him Richardson next year, full year healthy, things are going to really pick up for them next year. All right, let's get back to you, D-Bro. Give me another wide receiver who's got to be in your lineup this week. Well, we talked about Voldemort previously. This this is Andrew's Voldemort. Uh, Cortland Sutton, baby. I'm starting Cortland Sutton. I mean, all he does is catch touchdowns, and all this the Texans year. do is allow production to outside wide receivers. Since week seven, the Texans are allowing the most PPR points per target to outside wide receivers. So I'm not telling you to sit Javante. Javante probably has another good game, but you also need to be starting Cortland Sutton. All right, Erickson, who do you need to be starting at wide receiver this week? See, the silver lining, though, with Cortland Sutton is I have him on a bunch of dynasty teams because I got him last year and I couldn't uh-huh. get rid of him. So, so now still, you're just enjoying still, it. Still Love benefiting, man. not season long, but in my dynasty teams, I got Cortland Sutton on every single roster. So Better late than never, Fed. Erickson. Better late than yeah, never. Man. Look, I don't think it was you. I think it was Hackett. Let's just blame him yeah. because yeah, it's man. not yeah. like the Jets offense nope. is any good. Agreed. 
I mean, let, let's, let's be guy. honest here. It's that guy. It's not you. Hey, hey, but, you know, the great quote from, from the Joker, I, I, I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. That's right. That's right. You're, uh, you're early. But uh, my next start receiver is Deontay Johnson. Uh, again, Steelers. Start your Steelers. He had 25% target share last week. Um, 50 yards, eight targets, two red zone targets. He had a touchdown. Like, he did. And Mike Tomlin just didn't challenge it for some reason, even though it would have been overturned. So there's been a lot of talk in the media where he didn't try on that fumble. And he's like, kind of come forward and been like, Hey, like I, I just didn't, I messed up. Like I, he made a mistake. So I think that he's going to try to have a prove a game here. And he's always been the guy that's been the target leader. You know, George Pickens. Yes. We kind of like him in this matchup a little bit too, but he's way more boomer bust. The targets go to Deontay. Like he's the number one target when Kenny Pickett's under center, when him and George Pickens are both healthy, so I think it's a positive matchup against the Cardinals, top 10 against fantasy wide receivers this season. I mean, they're bad against everybody. So I think Deontay Johnson scores in this matchup, and I think you want to start him this week. Yeah, he definitely needs some redemption, that's for sure. All right, back to you, D-Bro. Give me another guy, wide receiver, to start. Players that uh, I've put up the white flag on, and um, I'm back in on, man. Uh, at least for this week, Adam Thielen. Uh, I'm, you need to start him. You need to get him in your lineups. And a lot of this, it's just the matchup, dude. And people could say, okay, well, he didn't do anything against the Titans. The Titans are bad against perimeter wide receivers, not versus the slot. That's not the case for the Buccaneers. So, so the Buccaneers this season, allowing the fourth most PPR points per target, the second most receiving arts opposing slot wide receivers. I'm not telling you that Bryce Young has a fantastic day, but Adam Thielen will. Okay, Adam Thielen's in. Erickson, one more guy who's in for you at wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins, look, I know that he's kind of been underwhelming Ooh. in the last couple of games with Will Levis, but he's still clearly the number one receiver <laughs> on the Tennessee Titans. Five targets last week, three for 49 yards. But it's a great matchup against the Colts, so I think that you should kind of start him. We okay. like it, Ryan Tannehill, too. Will Levis is dealing with an ankle issue, so... Well, you know, I don't know if that makes it all that much better, but... We'll can't see. make it worse. I mean, it can't I... make it worse. You've seen Will Levis targets the last you know, few weeks every when he doesn't week, play the Falcons. Every single week, I say the quarterback play can't get any worse, can it? And every single week, mm. I'm wrong. It's it's worse. Joe Flacco says hi. Oh, my God. I hope we get Joe Flacco this week. I have oh, it on my bingo card. So, I'm like one so more spot away. Get... One more spot away from the bingo. I can't uh, wait <laughs> for all the Joe Flacco to Elijah Moore narratives that are going to crop up on social media. No, you Elijah know Moore it's going to get guys. like 15 targets oh. and catch three of them. Uh, you know, you know I am it's going coming. To be so, <laughs> let me tell you, Monday morning, I am going to be so fiery and feisty and angry if that happens because I had so much Elijah Moore thinking that was going to be a good thing. And it was. <laughs> And if Joe Flacco is the key that unlocks that this holiday season, well, it's really going to piss me off. It's going it's to happen. Didn't it's they gonna play on the now. Jets together last year? Did that happen? Uh, yeah. They have chemistry. Yeah. yeah. They have chemistry. <laughs> they have ke- yeah. Former well, well, teammates. Well, I mean, who's going to lean on? Like, they, I gotta they were in the up. same locker room. Oh I don't know if we could say chemistry. But this holiday season, if you want something nice instead of Joe Flacco, we're excited to share with you our new customer holiday offer for our premium tools. This is an amazing deal. You got to take advantage of it right now for a limited time. Only you can double the length of your new subscription to fantasy pros. When you upgrade to any of our premium plans for free. So what that means is you get two months for the price of one, you get 12 months. If you pay for six and you get a full extra year when you upgrade to the annual plan. So whether you're looking to make that little playoff push or get premium access well into 2025. Yeah, that's right. I said it 2025. This is the offer for you. So go check it out today. Fantasypros.com slash promo. Take advantage of our holiday offer and double your subscription for free. 
fantasypros.com slash promo. All right, gentlemen, uh, it's time to play a little game here of the starts and sits at wide receiver. Who would you rather? Uh, we always like to do this one here. So we only got one spot for these guys. So make it count. Uh, let's start with, uh, let's start with you, Debro. Curtis Samuel or Jaden Reed, who's been red hot lately as well. Samuel, let's go, baby. Uh, no hesitation. Wow, ferocious. Eric conviction today, baby. I know. Josh Downs or Cortland Sutton. You only got one spot. Who gets it? Mm-hmm. Josh Downs. Josh Downs. All right, Debro. Cortland Sutton or Terry McLaurin? TMC. Sutton. Sutton. Again, Easy no Sutton. hesitation. Very confident today. I like that. Erickson. Deontay Johnson or Josh Downs? I would go with uh, Josh Downs there. Okay. Uh, Over Deontay? That's what he said. Stop oh. bullying him. Stop bullying Erickson. This is a safe place. Don't trigger Erickson, please. This is a safe space. Too late. Erickson, do you want me to put you want your headphones on? You want your you want your sleepy time tea? I don't <laughs> drink that stuff. You're not a tea guy. I I drink tea from time to time. Drink coffee. I'm very black. zen though. You know that. <laughs> Just black coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Black coffee before bedtime. I don't care. It's 11 p.m. I've got my orange zest tea and I'm sipping it under a blanket. Eric's has got his black (laughs) coffee in a generic mug. It just says mug on it. (laughs) It doesn't even have a design. (laughs) All right. uh, Adam. You know that's real. Of course it is. Adam Thielen or Hollywood Brown, D-Bro. Who would you rather start? Thielen. All right. Last one. I'm testing you now, Erickson. DeAndre Hopkins or Garrett Wilson? Ooh, Hopkins, Hopkins. Okay, there you, there you go, go, everybody. There you go. Uh, so good stuff there. Let's move on to the quarterbacks here. Um, Erickson, give me a quarterback that you want to start this week that you feel good if you're, you know, in bye league situations here, uh, bye week situations this year, or um, even in those two quarterback shallow leagues. Who gets a start for you? This one hits close to home because I have Lamar Jackson pretty much on the majority of my teams, and he's on a bye <laughs> week. So I'm I'm there with the listeners right here. It's Kenny Pickett for me, like. Again, we've been talking about the Steelers. Start your Steelers. Start your Steelers. Love well, it. if the Steelers do well, Kenny Pickett is going to have to do something. So he's a, one of these players that he's overdue in terms of regression for touchdowns. He has 10 expected touchdowns of the year versus six actual passing touchdowns. Somehow he only <laughs> has six passing touchdowns on the season. But look, he had a touchdown pass that would have been converted last week had they challenged it to Deontay Johnson. We know all about Deontay Johnson last year and how he didn't catch any touchdowns. Eventually, like this is going to regress positively. He has all of his weapons. It's a great matchup. The Falcon, the uh, excuse me, the Cardinals have allowed 18 plus fantasy points. The last four quarterbacks they have faced when you combine the Atlanta Falcons quarterbacks together in, uh, into one, you know, super quarterback. But 244 <laughs> passing yards allowed per game. I think Kenny Pickett's a good guy to bet the over on his passing yards props. The Cardinals are giving up a lot of yards through the air along with the ground. So I just think it's going to be an efficient game from the Steelers offense overall. We saw last week them put up the yardage was not followed by the points, but what do we know? The more yards you get, the more points you score. So I talked about my bold prediction this week is that they're going to score 24 points. I think they can score 30 points. And if they do that, Kenny Pickett's going to have to do something on offense. So I'm starting Kenny Pickett this week. I think he's a top 50. I think he's going to be QB1 this week. QB1, Kenny Pickett. I'm at QB13. I'm at QB13. Not QB1, uh, he AQB1, AQB1 is when he throws so fast four, fast when he there. throws four touchdowns, like, it's going to be, wow, he's a top five quarterback. Who knew? <sighs> All right, that's salty. D-Bro, uh, pour, something, uh, pour some sugar on this next one. Who gets a starting I mean, quarterback? 
that's a spicy meet the ball and I'm uh, here yeah. for it, man. I'm so here for that. Uh, <laughs> Kenny P. Gardner Minshew is living in the same neighborhood, same area code as Kenny Pickett. So if you're struggling <laughs> at quarterback this week, you need to consider starting him. Uh, since week seven, Tennessee's allowed the 10th most or 10th highest yards per attempt and the 10th highest pass rating. We know that you could throw versus Tennessee. I, and I'm not saying like, okay, Ben Shaq Moss. So we talked a lot about Zach Moss, Moss, but are you serious? Dude, I never, I never said that. I never said that. <laughs> Clip that but, social. Need a belief. Oh dear lord. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. God, go go back to your corner, Mr. Mug. Um, but you need to start Gardner Minshew. Oh, the black coffee. Andrew Erickson. He doesn't even he doesn't even make the coffee, he just choose the grind. Now I know what to get him for Christmas. I'm a- and if you're looking to get someone something for Christmas, give them a give them a gift of going to an event. And the thing that can help you the most with that, of course, is the Game Time app. The best way to get tickets for the games every single month right now, whether it's NFL games, whether it's going to concerts, the official ticketing app of Fantasy Pros, Fantasy Football Podcast is Game Time. It's the only ticketing app that gives you peace of mind with your purchase, and they let you view your own spot from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive at the venue. All their prices show you the total upfront, none of that hidden fee stuff. You're always getting a great deal, and it takes no time at all. You can buy tickets in just seconds with two taps. That's it. Two taps. Download the Game Time app and redeem that promo code Fantasy Pros for twenty dollars off your first purchase today. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app and enter that promo code Fantasy Pros, all one word, for twenty bucks off your first offer. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, let's guarantee uh, a tight end that we want to start this week. Uh, D bro, who actually, you know what? Before we even get to that, I want to test your quarterbacks a little bit. Ow. Everyone's so confident. Okay. Let's test you guys. Ooh. Gardner Minshew or Russell Wilson, D-Bro? Yeah. Uh, they're living in the same area code. I'm going to go Russ on this one. All right. Uh, I don't know if this one's enough for you, Erickson. Kenny Pickett or Matthew Stafford? Who should I start? Kenny oh, Pickett. That's easy. That's easy. All right. Uh, that was a little too easy, right, D-Bro? I feel like that was a little... That was a, that was a gimme. That was a gimme. All right. How about right. this one? I, I, I got one oh, you got Erickson. one? All right. Go ahead. I think Jordan I know Love or Kenny I Pickett. I knew it. I knew that's what you're Kenny Pickett. See? Yeah. Oh! Kenny Pickett. Yes. Jared Goff or Kenny Pickett. I just want to keep going. I'll start Jared. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Jared Goff. Okay. All right. So you have some sort of cutoff there. So, I mean, I have right. Kenny Pickett at QB 14. I have him okay. behind Minshew. So I still mm-hmm. prefer like Minshew and Wilson over him, but I like him more than Mayfield, I've got him over Minshew. Love, Stafford. I, I don't trust Derek Carr at all. Like I, I'm no. not starting Derek Carr. I'd rather start Kenny Pickett no. than Derek Carr. All right. right, let's run through the tight ends to start. Uh, Erickson, give me a tight end you want to start this week. Evan Ingram, uh, Mr. Steady Eddie himself. He can't mm-hmm. catch touchdowns, but he gets like five catches every single week for 50 yards. I think you can find the end zone this week, though. The Bengals are atrocious against tight ends. They're allowing the second most receiving yards, second most receptions to tight ends this season. So I think Evan Ingram is going to, again, it sucks that he doesn't get any red zone usage like whatsoever, but eventually if he can rip off a bigger run, on a catch, I think you can maybe score. Well, so your I Kenny like should have had a touchdown last week. Don't live in the past. Stop living in the past. He should have had a touchdown. With all your Kenny Pickett love, would you start Fryermuth or Evan Ingram? Evan Ingram. Okay. Look, all I, right. I, 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 and someone asked me about that on Discord. Like, or should I drop Evan Ingram to get Fryermuth? And I'm like, guys, like Fryermuth had one game where he was really productive, and, and that's it. No, like, I he had know, one I game where Ingram asking. has been. Some Ingram people are prisoners of the moment. Five catches in eight of eleven games this season. <laughs> Like, fair enough. Super consistent. D bro, give me a tight end that you want to start this week. Well, we might not have a lot of faith in Derek Carr, but I do have faith in Jawan Johnson. They have nobody yeah. Yeah. to catch passes in New Orleans. 
I th- this game could just be all Juwan Johnson and all Taysom Hill, man. Like, that's what this could just boil down to. So it could just be start all your Saints tight ends. But Juwan Johnson last week, 18% target share. He got a 20% first read share. That is tight end one usage. And I it, I have him ranked as such. Juwan Johnson is a top 12 tight end because that's where all the production lines up as well as the Lions give it up to tight ends, man. 12th most fantasy points per game and yards per reception allowed to tight ends. Juwan Johnson, top 12 this week. Debro, give me a, a defense that's worthy of streaming this week. The Falcons and mm. hashtag analysis. They're playing the freaking Jets. That's I don't need easy, to tell you anything yeah, more than that. Slam dunk, baby. Uh, Erickson, defense this week. Who you got? I think the number one streaming defense for me is the Bucks. Um, mm-hmm. Not a great oh. real-life defense, but they're okay. playing the Carolina Panthers. And the thing I want to point about the Panthers, especially with Thomas Brown now taking back the play-calling duties, what he did when he was a play-caller weeks 8 through 10, they were passing more aggressively. Um, on early downs, pass rate over expectation was positive as opposed to when Frank Wright was calling the plays. It was a negative pass rate over expectation. They were actually more willing to run the football. So against Tampa Bay, who can't run the ball against anyway, I think that they're just going to be like, screw it. We're just going to keep throwing the ball. Yes, that could mean some good things for Adam Thielen, like Debra pointed out, but also it means good things for the defense because it means opportunities for sacks, opportunities for turnovers, and Young has the sixth highest sack rate when blitzed this <laughs> season, and we know they Bryce Young like gives the you both. <laughs> he yeah. gives you a ton so, of sacks yep. and a ton of picks. Yeah. Boy, the gift that so just like keeps on giving. Give him, baby. Sits. Don't forget, fantasypros.com and my playbook have all the tools to help you make those tough decisions. So make sure if you haven't already, download that bad boy, sync all your teams. What are you waiting for? The season's almost done. Use the tools. The tools will help you be successful. So, gentlemen, let's kick things off here and let's jump right in. Let us begin with the players to sit at running back for week 13. Debro, why don't you kick things off for us? First guy I got to bring up here is Brian Robinson. And I know that people have been enamored with him over the last few weeks. The past game role has been great. He's been producing. This is not the game, baby. This is not the game to play some Brian Robinson. Miami has been electric, amazing, top shelf against running backs. Uh, Since week seven, the sixth lowest explosive run rate allowed, the lowest missed tackles per attempt allowed. And the other thing we saw Gibson back in the lineup, kiboshed took away Brian Robinson's pass game role. So that ain't saving you, baby. You need to sit him this week. All right, Erickson, let's go to you. Give me a running back. You want to sit this week. That might surprise people. I'm going to sit Joe Mixon. You know, he's a running back that you've kind of been starting probably as an RB2 most weeks. But we saw last week what the impact of Joe Burrow not being in this offense would be for Joe Mixon. And they don't care to feed him the ball. Like they're just like, hey, we're just going to drop back to throw and just try to see what happens with Jake Brown and try to get the ball to Jamar Chase. The Bengals are not going to feed Mixon. They didn't do it. He had 10 touches last week, and now he has a brutal matchup against the Jaguars, allowing the fewest rushing yards per game to running back. So you're hoping Mixon gets there, maybe scores a touchdown. Not likely. This t- the total on this game is under 40 points. I don't expect a lot from the Bengals' offense against the Jaguars' defense overall. And he only had two targets last week. So you're not even getting like the dump-off passes that you would get a lot of times from Joe Burrow when Joe Mixon would, would overcome some tougher matchups. So... Joe Mixon, we got it with just expectations with him moving forward that he's not just, oh, you just plug and play him every single week, especially in a bad matchup. I'm sitting Joe Mixon. All right, Debro, give me another running back. We should adjust expectations for this week with all the heavy buys, but also maybe not the best possible matchup. It's got to be Kareem Hunt. I know people have looked at flexing him. He's had a red zone role. Maybe he scores a touchdown and 
this is somewhat, I mean, I know some teams, this is desperation mode and like, that's the only way he's cracking your lineup, but you're in desperation mode. I'm telling you to look at other options because Kareem Hunt last week, his snaps bottomed out. It was the second lowest or the lowest snap rate that he's had since week seven, 26% of the snaps. He only had seven touches and basically no red zone roll. And the other thing about this is the Rams have been a very good run defense since week seven. They're allowed the lowest explosive run rate, lowest yards of contact per attempt. I want no part of Kareem Hunt this week. All right, Andrew Erickson, who do you want no part of at running back? Brees Hall. You know, I was oh, looking forward wow. to this Brees okay. Hall schedule really opening things up for him, but that has not happened because the Jets offense is just so horrible that it's stopping any type of production we're going to get from Brees Hall and the Falcons are a bad matchup. Second worst matchup for running backs this season. So ranking inside the top 10 in terms of fewest explosive runs allowed, because that's what you're hoping for. You're hoping Brees Hall gets a catch the pass or rips off a 50 yard touchdown, because if he doesn't do that, he's not going to get you any fantasy points because the Jets can't score touchdowns. So the Falcons are allowing the fifth fewest targets to running backs in the passing game. So I'm not even sure what his ceiling is going to be as a pass catcher out of the backfield. He's a floor play at best in a absolute gross game between the Falcons and Jets. I think total's got to be at like 33 at this point. Like, who's going to score in this game? Like, we're going to get a 12 to 10 finish at MedLife Stadium, which is the opposite of Coors Field in the NFL. Look at what Brees Hall's done. The last five games, he has one top 12 finish. He's rushed for 30 or fewer yards in his last four or five games. His carries have decreased in four straight games. Like, I, I was really on board of buying low on Brees Hall probably like a month ago thinking, okay, the schedule's easing up. He's going to break out. But the Jets' offense is just so bad that it doesn't matter. So you're hoping he catches a bunch of dump-offs from Tim Boyle. But besides that, like you're looking at zero upside with Brees Hall. So again, he's someone that we've been looking at as an RB1 every single week. But I finally moved him down last week, and I'm keeping him down in the rankings, like in the back-end RB2 territory, not where he's ranked. I think in ECR, where he's ranked closer to RB1, where I'm like, why? Like, why is Brees Hall an RB1? Look at what he's done. So I'm going to be trying to get away from him this week. Don't worry, Erickson. I'm going to paint a silver lining for you because, as you know, I live in New Jersey. And as I'm looking at my window right now, I see on a white horse Aaron Rodgers. And he's on his <laughs> way right now to MetLife Stadium. Is he riding a it's unicorn? it's going to be fine. Uh, I don't know if he can actually get up on the saddle with that torn Achilles, but that's a whole other question. Oh. Debro, give me another guy that you think is uh, possibly trouble for fantasy managers of week 13. Oh, man. Uh, I'm here for all the Aaron Rodgers talk. Oh, man. But going to the Packers, speaking of, I, nice. I, I understand that Aaron Jones is probably not going to play this week. And I, I also get that it's a really good matchup for A.J. Dillon. I do not want to play A.J. Dillon because A.J. Dillon doesn't do anything. Doesn't matter if the matchup is good. Doesn't matter if the matchup is bad. A.J. Dillon has been terrible this year. And if you look at all of his tackle breaking matches, I mean, even when he's had the starters run, this guy has 16 touches per game, 63 total yards. His four games as a starter for the Packers, RB33, RB56, RB13. Okay, that's thank you, Raiders, and RB25. I want no part of A.J. Dillon. If, if, look, if the Packers end up keeping pace or trying to put up points, it's going to have to be through the air. It is not going to be on the back of A.J. Dillon. Way to depress me. I have to start him in a league because of buys this week. So thanks, Derek. Thanks You're for ruining my morning. Uh, Erickson, would you like to also pile on to my morning today? What do you want to do? No, I'm not going to pile on. I mean, I got to start you deal in a bunch of spots, too. Oh, okay, you could have. <laughs> <Bad luck. laughs> it's just you got you to put him out there, catch a couple passes, rushes for like 40 yards, doesn't score, and, and then you get like eight points, and then you just move on. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Joe, Joe is really eight. excited for that eight points. Woohoo! 
I'll take it this week. I think anybody, a lot of people looking <laughs> at those eight points and half PPR going, okay, uh, give me a puncher's chance. Erickson, uh, give me the last guy that really, if you had your druthers, would not be starting this week. James Conner uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, the Steelers run defense has been better improved since the return of Cam Hayward four weeks ago. 3.6 yards per carry allowed to running backs. Look, they've held guys like Aaron Jones, Jerome Ford, Joe Mixon, less than 40 rushing yards. Connor has rushed for 60 plus yards twice in just last his five games played. He's not really seeing this dynamic pass catching role that we were hoping he would see because they're starting to use other guys. DeMarcado's playing on third downs. They're sprinkling Michael Carter, who they signed after he got released from the Jets. You know, over his last five games, he has zero top 24 RB fantasy finishes. So James Connor, it's like, okay, he's not going to get a lot of rushing yards. We're not seeing the targets out of the backfield. And he's always, he's not necessarily the guy that always gets the touchdown looks because Kyler Murray sometimes just runs it in himself. So it's just a bad spot overall for James Conner. You know, since he came back from injury, you're thinking, okay, maybe this guy can be a fringe RB1 for me rest of the season, but that really hasn't panned out that way. And I just don't have a lot of confidence that Arizona is going to have a lot of success overall moving the ball on the ground against the Steelers defense, especially on the road. So James Conner for me is not someone I'm looking to play this week. Speaking of confidence on the road, have you checked your tire pressure lately? Oh, baby, that was good. If you need new tires for your car, Discount Tire is your go-to. They have exceptional service, and you get a 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. They have this really cool feature, too, called Treadwell, which is an online tire-buying guide that gives you transparency on the tire's performance, as well as personalized recommendations based on your location and your driving habits, which... If you're in a car with Ericsson, you know, those are some crazy habits there. But Discount Tire is also the largest independent tire retailer in the country. So it has the biggest selection of tires and wheels. And here's a pro tip from the experts at Discount Tire. You can prevent wear and tear and boost gas mileage by keeping your tires properly inflated. Tire pressure supports the weight of your vehicle. And it's important to check that for safety. So if it's been over a month since you last checked your tire pressure, stop by one of their local stores for a free Tire safety, air pressure check, discount tire. Let's get you taken care of. Let's get some, uh, who should I start taking care of too? If you haven't already, again, run to fantasybros.com slash start. Use the who should I start tool. It's free. It's fabulous. They redid it last year. And I'm telling you, it's so easy to use. You see the percentage. You take the players you have on your team. You put them in there and you see what the experts think. So let's uh, play a little game. Rapid fire action. Debro, who should I start this week? Brian Robinson or Jerome Ford? Ugh, Ford. Ford it is. All right, Andrew Erickson. I'll take another one of your guys. Joe Mixon or Devin Singletary. Who would you start here, big boy? I'm taking Devin Singletary. 80% snap share last week. Damian Pierce, and he's Mm -hmm. facing the Broncos. So uh, I like Singletary. All right, Debro, back to you. Kareem Hunt or Tajay Spears, who always seems to get a little work in the passing game. Not much else lately. I'm going to go Tajay Spears. I'll take talent over dust. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's dust yet, but Brees Hall certainly is getting dusty. Uh, mm. Brees Hall or David Montgomery this week, Erickson? Uh, I mean, David Montgomery has yes. significantly on, more touchdown equity. That's all he has oh, to yeah. do score a bunch of touchdowns. So I'm taking Montgomery. AJ Dillon, Debro, or Chuba Hubbard? Ew. <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, I, I might have to hop off the show and go throw up for a Chuba second. Chuba had some moments last week. He got some fancy points. I'll go Chuba. I mean, I, I'm really curious I don't want to talk that you into it. I'm just uh, saying. Well, I mean, I, you, you kind of have to talk me into starting one of those guys. But oh, I, I'll go with Chuba only because I don't know what we see out of this backfield this week. I mean, like with the coaching staff gone, could Chuba finally have? Because Staley's gone. Miles Sanders, that's been his dude. So, like, mm-hmm. could we see Chuba give like 80% of the snaps this week? It's possible. 
All right, Erickson, I'm going to take two of your least favorite things, put them together, make you choose between them. Uh, Joe Pizzapia or Derek Brown? No. Uh, James Conner or Joe Mixon? Two of the guys that you don't like, but what if you had no choice? One of them's got to play. In that scenario, I'd probably still roll with James Conner. Um, okay. I like the environment more for the Cardinals mm-hmm. and Steelers. It's actually a game, if you look at the betting totals, it's actually been bet up. When you look at the total of the game, which is rare to find with a Steelers game in any way, shape or form. So I think that game will probably be potentially more exciting than Jaguars. Bengals. I just don't need to see more Jake Browning. Like, I just I'm, don't, I'm I curious if people are going to hedge that. So, I'm curious if people are going to uh, hedge man. that because all the Cardinals offense is like banged up and hurt right now. Well, I'm not Greg touching Dorch, the total man. in that game. So that's all I need. All I'll the Greg Dorch, 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 Dorch season. I am not touching. Yeah, I had him last week at DFS. I am not touching the total there, of that game. Got there on the garbage time touch. You want to talk about four outcome <laughs> games? That's a four outcome game. Like I have uh, individual player props. That's how you take that one. Yep, All right, let's get agreed. to. And speaking of individual player props, make sure you check out our show on Betting Pros on Friday. Me, Erickson, the Welsh, hanging out talking props. Also Tuesday, yesterday's show, we talked a little predictions and some props in there too. So for those of you waning in fantasy, it's time to look at some wagering and have some fun that way. Let's skip to the wide receivers. Erickson, you kick us off here. Give me a wide receiver that's hitting the bench for you this week. Cooper Cup. Uh, I'm sick of it. I'm done. (laughs) What else do we need to see from Cooper Cup? I mean, since hot start, he first came back from his injury. Last five games, he has been outside the top 45 weekly finishes at wide receiver. Top 45. Not like, oh, he's been like a wide receiver three. He's like, no, like he's been worse. He's been like a wide receiver four for five straight games. Now, Mm. some staffers missed time. He's been banged up. He got banged up last week, but he still like played in the game. So it, I just don't know what's going on. Like, is he actually healthy? Like, I don't know. And no. the Rams have shown us that. I think that's no. an easy answer. I think it's no. 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 So I, I just don't have the confidence to start him. Look at him where he has an ECR. He's like wide receiver 20 in ECR. And that's really more of a hedge reggae because we're like, we don't want to bench Cooper Cup because of the name brand. But at the same time, like, what has he done for us lately? And I've Matthew, got him Stafford had, Matthew Stafford had a great game last week. Cooper Cup did nothing. Like this offense mm-hmm. showed us last week, they don't even need to necessarily feed Cup like they've done in the past. He got out-targeted by Puka Nakua again. Like this offense is not, okay, let's jam Cooper Cup 15 targets. He had five targets last week, three catches for eight yards. Like I think we got to adjust expectations and then you look at the matchup against the Browns. It's a gross matchup. I know Denzel Ward's questionable. I know Miles Garrett might not play, but regardless, it's not a matchup where last week was a great matchup against the Cardinals and Cooper Cup did nothing. So for me... I just think that we were excited to start him again last week. I thought he was going to miss the game last week. And it kind of sucked that he actually did end up playing because people started him. And then he was obviously a disaster. So look, if I have other options that I like more, like uh, even guys that are waiver wire players, like I think you just got to get away from Cooper Cup if you can. Debro and I talked about this on the live stream yesterday. You can watch it back on Fantasy Pro's YouTube channel under the live column. Uh, We talked about Cooper Cup. He hasn't had a full double digit PPR point day since week six. So, no, he is not healthy. Debro, who else is headed to the bench in week 13 at wide receiver? I hate to do this, but it's got to happen, guys. It's Drake London. I I want no part of the Jets secondary. I know, though, you know, we're not enamored with the offense, and maybe Atlanta can keep their offense out there a bunch because, well, the Jets can't get first downs, but it's still a bad, bad story for Drake London. I mean, you're telling me he's got to go up 74% of his routes against DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner? who are giving up 90 and 81.5 pass ratings in their coverage. Uh-uh. Not catching passes from uh, old Desmond Ritter. Mm-mm. I want no part of that. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right. Back to you, Eric. So give me another wide receiver to sit in week 13. 
keeping the trend of sitting Coopers. Uh, I'm going to go with Amari Cooper <laughs> here. Uh, he's dealing with a rib injury. I mean, do we know who's going to be the quarterback? Don't know. It could be Joe Flacco. Could be PJ Walker. Could be my mom. I don't know who's going to be the quarterback for the Browns. Mom's got a hell of an arm. She's got a good arm. Yeah. Just, just I throwing mean, that out there. She, yeah. she could, yeah, she's she could not very mobile in the pocket. That's the only problem there. But I, mean, other I, than hope, that, she's, I hope she's got a good arm at this point. Like, that's what I'm hoping. For. <laughs> yeah. But I just don't have confidence with Cooper. It's He's been a player that, you know, he's had a couple decent games here and there. Like, I own Cooper in a bunch of different leagues. And it's like, I just kind of have to play him sometimes because I don't have any other options. But I just look at him like, man, I I don't want to play this guy. So, yeah, I would just try to get away from him. I just don't think it's, he doesn't have a ton of upside in this particular matchup. I just, think he's not worth the risk of starting based on the fact that he's banged up he's going to be playing potentially with a new quarterback or a downgraded quarterback just been an unfortunate season for cooper because i think he actually is an underrated player but just he never has the same quarterback every week it's somebody different so that obviously hurts him so i'm just gonna try to get away from Mari cooper Derek, uh the next sit for people might surprise you because last week he actually did perform but you want to sit him this week who is it christian watson man and i know that you know I, i've kept the faith and now like he comes off his best game of the season, and I should be buying in, right? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I want no part of it. I, I I do not want to play. I'm not chasing the points from last week because he's not playing the Lions secondary this week, boys. He's playing the freaking Kansas City Chiefs, and that means a possible shadow from Legereus Sneed. Legereus Sneed has been insane this year, boys. Like, he has shut down a litany. Like, we could be here for the next 10 to 15 minutes of me telling you all of the elite wide receivers that Legereus Sneed has shut down. Uh -uh. I'm not playing Christian Watson. Even if you look at the coverage shell matchups, you just not lean towards Christian Watson. I play Romeo Dobbs over Christian Watson. I got to sit him this week. Okay. Uh, I think you're out of guys with Cooper in their first or last name. So you got to pick somebody else, Erickson. <laughs> I will pick somebody else, but uh, as Riley a tease for the, no, for the BP show that we're going to do later in the week, uh, Christian Watson receptions prop is at three and a half. It's absolutely ridiculously how high that number is. Under. Um, yeah. How high under. that number is. Okay. Easy, <laughs> easy, Aaron easy. says like, oh, that's really high to me. <laughs> he's, he's literally had four catches one time all season. So. Good uh, call. Yeah. Good that's call. an easy under for me. Andrew Anderson does it again. Okay. Going oh, with my Anderson. last sit at wide receiver, Anderson. Chris Godwin. The Panthers are actually a really underrated defense in terms of their pass defense. They're really bad against the run, but they've actually been really strong against fantasy wide receivers, top four unit against fantasy wide receivers. And. Look, the case with Godwin is he gets six, seven targets a week, catches five balls, 50 yards, but Mike Evans scores all the touchdowns in his offense. Like Baker Mayfield has eyes for one player in the end zone, and his name is Mike Evans. It is not Chris Godwin. So Godwin just doesn't have any upside. He's a floor play at best, especially in half PPR. You can just get away from him, and he's not going to burn you because he's just not going to score enough touchdowns. So Chris Godwin is a sit for me. Okay, let's move on to some of the guys at quarterback, tight end, and the defenses that might not have the best uh, looks ahead of them. But speaking of looks, I got to say, I love the look of Debro today. You look like you run your own soap company or something like that between the beard and this hat. You got like, you know, like you just want to smell like a man. Try Debro's bars of soap. Like, I mean, holidays are coming, folks. If anybody could make that work, you could. Smell right? like clo Erickson, cloves, like cloves and, uh, and love. <laughs> it smells like cloves and love, <laughs> cloves sir. And Yikes. You got any gingerbread flavors? Gingerbread oh, oh, one uh, definitely pumpkin, smells like gingerbread. It's pumpkin season. No, okay? pumpkin, no pumpkin season no, is gone. No. <laughs> You're way no. behind the eight ball. It is well, gone. I, look, I, I don't keep up with pumpkin nutmeg, season, okay? All cinnamon, 
See, you just hit the nail on the head. Pumpkin season is not real, people. All you just describe every year is (laughs) nutmeg season. You love nutmeg and you love cinnamon. That's all it is. You don't really love pumpkin because pumpkin's not a flavor. Don't tell me what I love. <laughs> Don't tell me how to Too live late. my life. Too late. No, it's definitely gingerbread <laughs> and whiskey soap. I believe that's pretty much what it tastes like. Uh, so don't eat it. Ooh. You should use it on your body. It smells oh, delicious. See, he's already in. He's like, oh, that delicious. <laughs> <laughs> smell like a, a drunk baker. That's what you smell like. All right. Well, let's get to the other guys to sit. Let's talk about these guys here at the quarterback position. Uh, Debra, why don't you go first here? Who do you want to... What do you want to brush off your rinse, lather, repeat, and sit on the bench? Well, I like bourbon, but I don't like Baker Mayfield this week, man. Um, <laughs> I do not want any part of Baker Mayfield. And, and yes, Mike Evans probably walks away with a good game in this one. But Carolina, you run the ball against them. Uh, notwithstanding what the Titans tried to do against Carolina, you run the <laughs> ball. This pass defense is the strength of their defense. I mean, since week seven, they've allowed the lowest yards per attempt, the fewest passing touchdowns, and the seventh lowest CPOE. No, do not play Baker Mayfield, even in Superflex. I will start a positional player over Baker Mayfield. All right, Erickson, give me a quarterback, and then we're going to bounce back to the wide receivers because I wanted to see if any of these potential quarterbacks that you don't want to play were also connecting to the wide receiver. So give me the quarterback you also want to sit. Well, I know Debro talked about not wanting to start Christian Watson, and I don't really want to start his quarterback, Jordan Love. I know Love has oh. been on a hot streak the last couple of weeks, but it's against really bad defenses. The Chargers he's faced, the Lions he's faced, really bad secondaries, the Chiefs. Their strength is their defense. Like, that's where they're best on their defensive units. So they're allowing the fifth fewest fantasy points per game to quarterbacks, fourth fewest passing yards, tied for second best in terms of yards per attempt face this year. They don't give up explosive plays, and that's really where Love has made his hay the last two weeks, hitting Christian Watson, hitting Jaden Reed on these big passing plays down the field. I don't think that's going to happen here. So I think Jordan Love is going to regress a little bit here, um, even at home against the Chiefs. All right, so now that we've talked about those quarterbacks, let's step back to the wide receivers because obviously those guys are connected to some of the others that we talked about. Chris Godwin, obviously Christian Watson. So let's talk about who should I start here? Drake London, D-Bro, or Christian Watson? Who do you want to start? Uh, I'll go I'll go with Watson. I believe in love more than I believe in Ritter. Okay, well, Ritter on the road has not been great. That Jets defense is pretty good. Ritter That's understandable. overall has not been great. Yeah. Now Ritter at home. Okay, that is maybe a lot of money this year. <laughs> That's true. It's 100% <laughs> true. Anderson's not not lying. Uh, Erickson, Cooper Cup or Puka Nakua? This feels like an easy one. Gross. Oh, oh man. Um, hey, you yeah, do, not, I, do not slander Puka Juice on this show, sir. Thank you no, very much. No, I know. Yeah, I mean, I have them sacrilege. ranked back to back because I really just don't really feel – I really don't feel confident about ranking oh, either of them. Um, but I guess – I mean, I didn't put Puka Nakua as a sit. I just put Cooper Cup, so I guess it would be Puka for me. Right. Well, that's why I figured it was easy. All right. I so I thought that would be easy. All right, so mm. I'll give you another one instead. Amari Cooper or Rushy Rice? Who would you rather start this week? Oh. Rice. Yeah. Rice. Okay, Rice. that was easy Rice. for you. All right, let's go back to you, Debo. Debo Samuel or Nico Collins? Who do you want to start this week? Uh, I'll go Debo, and I'll just play the total. I, I'm really worried about Nico, and I wrote this up in the primer. If there's hmm. somebody that gets the shadow from Patrick Sertan, I think it's Nico Collins because Tank Dell moves into the slot. Sertan's not going to go into the slot. Okay, uh, Erickson. How about uh, one more for you, Chris Godman, who you talked about before, or George Pickens? I'm I'm going with George Pickens. I, mm-hmm. I love the Steelers offense this week, so I'm going to be just rolling. This is the week we start Steelers. Like, these, these don't yep. happen very often, so you got to take advantage. You. You're so, not yeah, wrong. George Pickens for me. We talked about it yesterday. I think Jalen Warren goes over 100 all-purpose yards, and I don't think that's a hot oh, take. <laughs> Even his split oh, backfield, baby. I don't think it's a hot take. Let's go. Let's go. 
I mean, it's so <laughs> nice to it. see Joe on the Jalen Warren bandwagon, I baby. I, I love thought, it. <laughs> I thought I thought you'd enjoy that. Let's talk about tight end uh, Erickson. This guy we talked about on Tuesday's show uh, that you were not enamored with. You were talking about the under and fantasy points, the under on props for him. Who is it? Yeah, it's Dalton Schultz uh, for the Houston Texans. Look, he had two targets last week. He split more snaps with Brevin Jordan. And as we've kind of realized and found out that his really low snap share was probably related to him dealing with a hamstring injury, which he is also still dealing with. He's on the injury report this week. So again, if he's hampered by this injury, he's not playing a full snap share, then it doesn't matter that the matchup against the Denver Broncos is really well, is really good. So again, we've seen his snaps diminish when Brevin Jordan has been active. But when he was inactive is when we saw Schultz production spike from weeks five through 10. So I would try to be proactive. Like if you have Schultz in your starting lineup, there's a chance also that he doesn't play or that he's limited. So I would try to be looking at the waiver wire and be like, hey, are there some guys available for me that I could potentially plug in that may have larger roles like a Juwan Johnson, someone along those mm-hmm. lines like that? Or might just be pick up Brevin Jordan, baby. Then going with um, or, or yeah, if Brevin Jordan just earns a start outright and if Schultz mm-hmm. doesn't play like that would honestly be the ideal situation where you just get Brevin Jordan in the starting role and Schultz doesn't play. Debro tight end who's sitting for you is who? I, I'm going to double down here. I don't even think that he's just a sit. I think he's a drop. I, I saw I your have, tweet about that yesterday. Have no I follow you on face. X. Oh, yeah, yeah. You do. You do. I, do. I, I might yeah. have to interact with you there sometime. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a good place for all the alls. <laughs> um, Kyle Pitts. What the hell has he done this year? <laughs> Basically nothing. Not his jo- fault. Jo- no, it's not his fault. This is not a Kyle Pitts problem. This is, well, this is a well, an Arthur Smith, a Desmond Ritter problem. But Kyle Pitts... He's tied in 19, man. Since week six, he's gone over 50 receiving yards only once. Oh, you need one hand to count it. That's bad. I have no faith. Like, I would be starting, like, if Schultz is out this week, give me Brevin Jordan over Kyle Pitts. No faith. None. At all. Mm-hmm. Drop him. So so you said it's not his fault, but, like, are, are we are we just going to... I mean, some of it's got to be someone's fault, right? Like, is it literally all look, of Kirk Cousins? I mean, if, is look, it? If Kirk Cousins is the quarterback of the Falcons next year. Again, I'm just pulling something out of thin air here. I think we're all excited about Kyle Pitts. Again. Yep. But, and but I think he's so a great good, time like, you think that him. he would at least do something? Like, I, I mean, come on. Like, you got to get. He did. He had 1,000 yards in his rookie season with Matt Ryan. Give him a standalone yeah, pocket passer. Because there was nobody else on the team. He can't throw the ball to himself. Like, 1,000 yards. He cannot throw the ball to himself. I don't know. 1,000 yards might be a counting stat, but at the end of the day, for a tight end, it's a big number hold, hold over on. a rookie season. Up here. So I'm not going to throw that away. You think that John o. Smith is better than Kyle Pitts right now? That, like, because all the counting stats are better on John o.'s side than they are on Kyle Pitts. So John o. Smith is able to earn targets better than Kyle Pitts this year. That's where we're going. I mean, just asking. I'm not saying he's better than John o. Smith, but yeah, I, I mean, look, if same. Kyle Pitts was really like this amazing, like he would be doing something. Like I'm just saying, like we can't just yeah, it's all the situation, all the situation. But at the same I disagree. time, like I think Marcus Kyle Mariota, Pitts, Taylor Heineke, and Desmond Ritter are enough to kill well, any well, I, good I mean, talent. how how long are we going to keep making excuses for Kyle Pitts? That's the point. Until I'm he to get gets, to. I'll tell you what, when he gets, until he gets an actual quarterback, when he gets an actual second contract guy, so like a Delaney Walker, essentially is what we're looking at. Like, okay. he's got to get to a well, new show. I think he has I mean, more potential than Delaney Walker, but I think I that this is a player that going forward. I think he has forward, more potential next year. No Arthur Smith, possibly? Better quarterback? Capable pocket passer quarterback. Kyle Pitts 
is a fantasy asset again. But it's not well, going to happen until that happens. Okay, that's, but that's you it. need fantasy as in like he can be a starting tight end or like an actual difference maker. He like, be that's what I'm trying to one. get. It's like, what's the point of this? I think the one. range is starting tight end to huge difference maker potential. Yeah, I yeah. do think that is, as Derek likes to say, the range of outcomes is there. I do believe that because <laughs> he's too good of a player. I watched him play mm-hmm. in Florida. I know how good he is. And he's just been completely underutilized. It's the same thing. We look and we watch Arthur Smith for <sighs> the first 10 weeks of the season with Bijan Robinson. We wonder what yeah, the hell's Bijan going was still on here. doing stuff even while he was getting bad usage. Like he still had flashes. Like Halpitz has not fine. had any yeah. flashes. Yes, but it's zero. To get Tyler Algiers' red zone role says hello. That's all I got to say. To get yeah, Bijan Robinson was the ball, doing all you do is stuff turn around and happening. hand it to him. Halpitz has done nothing. Turn it and hand it to him. It's a little bit more complicated to get the ball to Kyle Pitts. You have to well, throw it to him. You guys and he has to be Kyle open. I, I, I'm I can't believe, I can't believe we're having to cape up for Kyle Pitts against wow. Anderson here. Right. Like, let's, I just, let's, wow. Let's close things out strong here. Let's close it out with the tight, uh, excuse me, the defenses to sit this week. Erickson, who do you want to sit at defense? I'm going to sit the Saints defense. Um, they're the fifth worst in terms of the DST projections this week. And I just don't expect Jared Goff to like fumble the ball three times. Like the Lions mm-hmm. are not a team that you really want to start your defense against. And the Saints defense is not the same unit that it's been all year. Like Marshall Lattimore is not going to play. Cameron Jordan might not play. Marcus Mays hurt. He may not play. So like, and the Saints are just so overrated. Like they've been overrated all year long. They, the only reason we had any interest in them is because they had easy schedule. And somehow that hasn't actually translated to anything really because they're not a good team, like overall. And I'm sure Debro can attest to that yep. as someone that follows the Saints oh. closely. Like they're <laughs> just so overrated. The only reason they're in like Oof. the hunt at all is because they play the easiest schedule of the NFL. So against a legitimate team like the Lions, I want to get away from the Saints. Yeah, not a great division again this year. We saw it last year. All right, Debro, defense, who's out? Who is it? It's the Packers, man. Look, they're not playing mm-hmm. Jared Golf this week. They got to play Patrick Mahomes. So <laughs> I look. People might think that the Packers are a really good defense. I have not been there. I am not there. I don't care that Jared Goff made them look amazing on Thanksgiving. If you look over since week seven, they're middle of the road in basically everything. 13th in pass rating, 17th in CPOE, as well as they're not even pressuring the quarterback. They just got one of the quarterbacks in the NFL that has no feel for the pass rush on Thanksgiving. So do not chase that game and do not play the Packers. There you have it, everybody. Those are the players to sit. Make sure you go to fantasybros.com slash rankings to take a look and use the who should I sit or uh, who should I start tool, excuse me, over on my playbook. Also, very good tool to help you really understand uh, what's going on there uh, and who you should be getting in your lineups and who should be kicked to the curb. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Andrew Erickson and Derek Brown. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts at fantasypros.com slash review or on Spotify. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.